For sure, for sure. Well, I was gonna try to I'm do that. I'm here though. So I I mean if you whenever y'all ready to start or how did y'all wanna this nigga right, we've been started. Uh, we recording right now, uh, man. I walked away. I ain't know y'all said how y'all was going. I got my bad down. We've been talking, so I, I guess I should ask. I you, mean, do you we want was... any of this redacted? Should we should we be starting from right here, man? No, nah, you good? We good? Yeah, yeah. All right. You good? Huh? I said I don't think you incriminated yourself, did you? No. It's still early though. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen, brother. Let's go, Django. No, we was watching Django earlier, and Sam was like. Man, Carrie Washington barely had anything to say in this movie. Like, she barely said anything. And it's all like, man, she acted her ass off, too. She was like, nah, but she really ain't say too much. I'm like, that's the point. She acted her ass off. She didn't really have to say a lot. She like, she spoke a little bit of French. Mm. <laughs> she, she was screaming. All I do, but she was acting. Like, you could see it. She ain't have to say shit. You, you could see, see it. it. Hey, like, but the niggas was wild after they, uh, after they killed Mr. Candy. Oh, like that, that, that scene immediately after the shootout. And the big uh the rotunda and shit when that motherfucker flew out of nowhere and shot that nigga. Oh, like, that's some wild shit. Like that's some wild shit to be going on in this damn house in the south. I'm like, even going to that extent, I'm like, how many times have we've lost our lives with some dumb shit just because them motherfuckers just didn't it didn't sit right with them? Mm-hmm. That's what kind of where I like I was watching the part where uh they threw the dynamite in the back. And he was like, ha ha ha, niggas hit some dynamite, ha ha ha. I was like, it's some wild shit just to throw some some sticks of dynamite at people. See, you you starting off real deep, fam. I'm not hey, I'm not gonna hole. get that deep into it, but I did You already did. <laughs> I, I threw it out there, but I ain't going out in that rabbit hole. The door opened up. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, know what? Right I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it. I, I just wanna say God bless the internet because this uh busted challenge. Man, I'll hey, be in that rabbit hole like a motherfucker. Boy. <laughs> That's Sam's favorite challenge. I'm like, like God damn. I'm like, hey, God, who you I was like, I'm now? just gonna look at one more three hours later. <laughs> 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 just one more. I can't get enough like, of it. <laughs> she, she had I had a good job on this one. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, that song only lasts thirty seconds. Cause that's a fact. That's a fact. I did look it up though, because like I, I just assumed it was Megan. Like it is not. Like it's it? some Erica something. Yeah, Erica something. Like, she's on. Like she's on the label that. Yeah. Meg, I guess Megan's technically still on, but like they basically made a clone and like are now trying to get her out. The oh bank. shit. They don't know. They found him a, a two point. She does sound like her. When I when I first started, I was like, "Is that?" But then I seen, it, I was like, "Nah." I was like, "Damn, she kind of sound like that's interesting." <laughs> Did not know that. Well, getting your song to go viral on TikTok is definitely one way to yep. <laughs> get out there. But you know what? Let's get into the show for this week. Episode 182 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. 
And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z-D, number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I like my little scully this week and shit. You know, I got one, but I like this one. Uh, I'm the RJ. Only known as the RJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24 7. Um, but better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. All right, and then after you take that, take that, come on, on over. Easy, easy. It sounded so good, Mr. Harvey <laughs> Weinstein over here. Oh Lord, no, no, <laughs> Jesus, whoa, no. Come on, now relax, <laughs> brother. Why you gotta go that far? Jesus on, Christ, relax, the sir. That can't take jokes. Why you gotta hit hey. the jugular like that? What's wrong with you? Hey man, relax, sir. <laughs> hey, it's a family show. No, is it? I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've been a family show since we took the uh, took the edited off. No, but he is a listening. family show yeah. since episode three. Whenever the first time y'all niggas started cussing, I, mean, I start cussing like that. Tim started cussing at first. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Anyways, Facebook, and Twitter, the seal. <laughs> I don't know if it was Tim. We'll we'll, we'll have to go back and, and run that back. But but then you have to torture yourself and listen to our first episodes. You no don't really want to do that. I, I, I mean, it's only the first three. <sighs> but it's we got to figure out when that first. <laughs> I think actually Eric might have been the first uh, like f bomb on the show to like open it up. Mm. I actually think I, I think should, I should be I, a I, challenge I, for the week. I got my money on Eric being the first one to break that seal. I don't think you know so. what? Yeah, well, once we get there, we we'll should tell people to go there. back and listen. Mm-hmm. Find out oh, who had the first cuss word to take file. Who said fuck first? Look at that. Who started cussing like they grown? <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Time out. Time out. Let's define what's a cuss word because I, I probably said damn or hell, but I would definitely shit got that little man. I remember this. Th- what? I <laughs> there was an episode early on um, when someone cussed and i'm pretty sure it was eric and he goes well i i think that's the first time on this show whoever said it like acknowledge like this is the first time that we've broken this seal i don't recall who but i'm pretty sure it was eric like my money's on eric you don't think it, no, because Ken Ken used to come with papers and be like uh, ESPN Ken at the beginning. Hey, oh what? Ah. <laughs> hey, I threw the papers like man, fuck this shit. <laughs> man's been shooting off the hip ever since. Been shooting off the hip ever since. Motherfucker had the stats laid out and shit. <laughs> okay, when I was off for the killer with these stats, nigga, with the briefcase and the blazer, like my nigga, where's you going? <laughs> I was I ain't saying shit but stats the whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. Yeah, but, them episodes was bad. I'm glad we've grown. Yeah. Where can Facebook, they find us then? Twitter. At technical file. T-E-C-K. Or shit. Run that back. <laughs> Karen, can you remind me real quick? Um do 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 do. Go ahead and follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter at Technical File. You can also find us on the Inst- oh, Facebook, Technical mm-hmm. File Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also join our Tech File Pod Overtime group, mm-hmm. where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam, right? 
Indeed. And then you have www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Damn and right. YouTube, we are Technical File Pod. Hang on. I would just like to offer two corrections really quick. The Facebook group oh, is shit. Technical File Pod <laughs> Pod Overtime. You said okay. Tech File Pod Overtime. And the YouTube is Technical File Podcast. Oh, the whole I, thought, thing. I thought he had it right. Goddammit. Man, we got to make this shit sing. He fooled me. Fam, you've been doing this for <laughs> like three I feel years. Like- I mean, you, gotta, you can't remember, bro. I slept up this week, uh, and I've been floating on this shit, it. man. You know what I'm saying? I've been like, I'm coming in the studio, getting my shit off, you know what I'm saying? Come to these bars, through these airwaves. And you know what I'm saying? You know, play fucked up sometimes, you know? Hey, I feel I you on that. <laughs> that is a true statement. Um, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share with everybody you know, man. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, your cousin, your baby mama, baby daddy, whoever. Uh, wherever you're listening right now, make sure you share, man. You listen, you already listening right now. Just go ahead um, and share that. Do that right now. We don't grow without y'all, man. So let this family continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Is there? Oh, tech file challenge. Um, shit, I don't know. I'll say the first cuss word. Let's go ahead. And yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. Um, one of y'all go ahead and find that. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you journey. were asking people to say what their first curse word, what, like the first no. time they cussed. Uh, okay. Somebody got to find us. I heard the first, the first person. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna go back and actually find it. Ain't nobody that dedicated. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Hey, prove us wrong. I don't believe it. Prove me wrong. I got faith. Yeah, I, I, I have ain't. faith in you. We're gonna come back here next week. And I'm gonna be like, ah, told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I'm slamming everybody, goddammit. Y'all better shape up. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I'm calling names out and everything. Who actually might. But yeah. Uh, right, uh, like wherever, you find, wherever you find podcasts, you find us. That includes Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, Spotify. All right. Uh-huh. Spotify. Spotify. Uh-huh. Boom, boom. Amazon Music. Amazon. God dang it. Like, we there too. Like, like a player. Who's Yeah. Hey, Ken, we was on point. We was on yeah. point last week, bro. It was, it was. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we had it. <laughs> it was there. Yeah. It was, I was happy. I was like, oh, shit. We did have it. Temptation. And wherever you're Look listening to this week. episode now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars and better. It helps us if we appreciate it. Five. So, before we get into the topics of the week, I would like to take this time to shout out our top listening cities and our international listeners from the past week. So, number one, and this was number one, almost doubled the number two spot here. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Columbus, what oh. up? Okay. Ohio showing love. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. I got family there. What's going on? And I picked the Browns. Let's go. Same. <laughs> hey, Cleveland. We with y'all, man. We was cheering for y'all. Number two. The Browns or the Bengals, but either way, Ohio, whatever. Well, the Bengals weren't playing last weekend, so you know. Hey. Uh, yeah. Number two, we got Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. You gotta pump them numbers up though. Yeah, for sure. Y'all can't be getting double. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't be getting mm-hmm. lapped mm-hmm. by Columbus, fam. Y'all the home team. Right, like Bow Wow from there. You, we gotta do better. <laughs> or nah. is he? If you listen to him, he's from Atlanta. 
Oh, I <laughs> I'm never gonna forgive him for that album cover where he throwing up the A Town sign. Like, nigga, your last album, you was definitely talking about how <laughs> thank you, Columbus made you, and then you all never mind. Number three, <laughs> we got Racine, Wisconsin. Racilla. Racilla. Number four, we got Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale, what up? Florida, all y'all always show love. Mm-hmm. Number five, we got San Francisco, California. San oh, Francisco. The San Francisco treat. <laughs> Number six, we have Brisbane, Australia. Australia. Hey, oh, mate. From the Outback. Okay, okay. Shout hey, out, mate. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Wallabies. You said what? Oh, I just hit the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant. Aw, number seven. We got Spring, Texas. Spring, Texas. What's going on? Number eight. We got Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Upper Marlboro. 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 You know, I I get caught every time. Marlboro. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's not even saying it with a mouthful of marbles. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. We got uh, New Berlin, Wisconsin. New Berlin. Oh, something New Berlin. That easy. Make That's a uh, Brookfield adjacent. That is Brookfield yeah. adjacent. The Brookfield, I don't hit the top ten. Like they was the almost they, like, they, they just came back from DC. <laughs> they just they they went over to uh, New Berlin. <laughs> they just made it back. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they can't fly, so they had to caravan back. Exactly. Although well, I damn. will say, I don't think that anybody listening to our show would probably be somebody who would go to DC. Hey. Y'all was in DC. If anybody screen, if anybody got a picture of them listening to us while they was in DC, <laughs> that's the challenge. That's trying the- to incriminate people, <laughs> trying to get the, help the FBI out there. Hey, somebody gonna send a picture like, "Hey, look, I was, I was looking at y'all. Listen, y'all all fucking shit up. Right. Raising the roof." <laughs> 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 they probably be never mind never mind i'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole number 10 we got copris cove texas what's going on Copris texas? Cove. so shout out Appreciate to y'all shout out to y'all international listeners we just had the australia listens so appreciate mm-hmm. y'all appreciate from the land down under come uh, on back tuning in now, before we actually get into the topics of the week, I want to preface this week's show by saying I do not feel good. Uh, thank y'all for holding it down for me last week while I was, you know, out sick. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm kind of shooting from the hip this week. So hey. <clears throat> we're going to see how this go. So bear with us. Um, this is my flu game. All right. Let's start this week off just by jumping into the NFL playoffs because uh, playoffs, yeah, playoffs. And you know what? Before we even get into the playoffs, I do want to shout out our pick and pool uh, season long winner because you know uh-huh, yeah. the regular yeah. season has ended, and uh, we actually had a tie for oh, the sure. number one spot. So, fellas, we're going to discuss how we're going to do the swag package business. Swag package. We're two number ones. <laughs> we had Elliot, so shout out to the, the Elements podcast. And hey, Johnny. I believe our season oh, they tied. Won. They tied. They both had 1,461 mm. points on the year. Who won, <laughs> didn't, who won last year? 
Johnny won last year. Oh, no, he won. We, he won. We didn't do it last year. He won oh, the first year. He won the first year. Okay, I was like, yep. I don't remember. Yeah, that's a repeat. Yeah. Okay. And uh, amongst the Tech foul hosts, I actually finished top five in the full pool. I maintain that that throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Tim and Ken, remember, they 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 wanted to see who would win between the two of them, and Tim came through with the dub. Oh, what? The- it was that Giants win, dog. Man, what? <laughs> give a Tim damn about that sap sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tim bested Ken by seventy four points over the course of the season. So, oh, okay. Oh damn, that's that was cool. a big, that was a big jump towards the end. Yeah, you only I'm gonna be keep it real with you. Ken didn't put in his scores for week seventeen. Oh damn! So you just kind of <laughs> blew the bag. Oh, you won by default, man. That's <laughs> one, That's trash. Hey, my part, you ain't do the job. That's trash. Hey, my seventy four. I would have won, bro. You would have, should have, would have, could have. I nigga, definitely would have won, bro. <laughs> didn't when you should have. I definitely would have won. It's all right. Oh, you should have, would have, could have. Sound excuses to it's me. It's charity, you know. It's cool. It's charity. Sound like excuses know. to me. Oh no, it's all right, brother. You know. Hey. Okay, what about you? Done? <laughs> Everyone who was in the pool, who was a weekly winner, and then of course the grand prize winners, expect an email coming from us soon about the prize options that you'll have. So thank you to everybody who participated and played bah, bah, in the bah, bah, bah. pool this year. Definitely appreciate y'all. Indeed. Okay. We do. Playoffs. Playoffs. Y'all want to start AFC or y'all want to start NFC? I'm going AFC. AFC. All right. So this upcoming weekend, we are going to the first game of the AFC slate on Saturday is going to be the Buffalo Bills up against the Baltimore Ravens. There, that Good game is going to take place on Saturday at seven fifteen. Now, before we even preview this game, I want to just kind of go back. Do y'all think the Ravens were out of were, were out of pocket for uh, stumping on the on the logo on the Titan stuff after they closed the game? They didn't shake hands. They just they was celebrated wilding. and walked off. They I thought wild. they was wilding. I thought they was wilding, bro. Lots <laughs> to you. Like, I mean, it's one thing. Like, people already hate the fact that one dude. Be on the logo, posing, dancing, Juju, Juju. <laughs> or Terrell Owens. Like, cats hey, get Terrell mad about that. Sm- he got smoked, though. Terrell Owens got he smoked. He got smoked midfield. But I'm saying, that's one. The whole team, A-Town, stumping on your logo, bro. Everybody knows that's disrespectful. Everybody knows disrespectful. And you know what? They all yeah, like, fuck him. I don't give a fuck. That's the point. Because, like, the Titans did it to them. So, yeah, true. They've been they kept that same them. energy. It's like, yo. You did to and us. We you just ended your season and did it to you. Huh? <laughs> so, and we ain't shaking hands. No. No. I mean, with, F, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, when it's beef, it's beef. Like, ain't going to be no good sportsmanship. Uh-huh. Like, nah. Y'all go home, sit with this L. <laughs> See what you y'all you. talking shit in the middle. Of the- you know what? You right. Sure, they talking big shit mid-game. You already know. But shout out to the Ravens for pulling off that that dub. Lamar right. Jackson got his first playoff right. win, so we can at least that postpone shit. that narrative that's been going on around him about not being able to win in the playoffs. So he got his first dub. That's what's up. And he's third he's year what, in the league, three? motherfuckers. Yeah, he's the third year in the league, bro. <laughs> he can't win in the playoff. Like he can't so he win in the playoffs. The <laughs> that's the shit. But that's the same the logic that they do with. Oh, that's how I feel about it when people talk about the Bucks. I'm like, bro, we only been relevant really for two years. Keep it a buck. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we can't win shit. Like, come on now. Like, damn. But same thing with Lamar. 
like it's just, now it's a win today thing. Like if you cold, you're supposed to win today mentality for the like. And it's it's, it's kind of fucked up that everybody kind of jumps on somebody for not winning day of or that year or that time. Like a lot of many how often do MVPs win the Super Bowl or the championships the year that they win them? Not often. Yeah, it's not often. Hell, most of them probably don't even make the finals or the championship game. But here we are. So congrats Lamar to Lamar and the Ravens. Exactly. Okay. Buffalo Bills and them Ravens. Who y'all got in that game? Like quarterback. Yeah, gotta go Ravens. Mm, um, I'm gonna go Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. <laughs> sorry, I'm, but I'm sorry, Lamar, but Buffalo look like they got it this year, man. Them motherfuckers just. So I, I that was like the one game that I didn't get. Well, one of the games that I didn't catch. So why was it so close? Um, Philip wasn't terrible. Oh, you talking about the the Ravens game or the the, the Colts in Buffalo? Colts start coming back. Philip started looking good. Jonathan Taylor started running like a madman. <laughs> like he was really they and the defense stepped up. They had, it was the first game back with Buckner, DeForest Buckner. So mm-hmm. like they had him coming back to help kind of disrupt shit. And yeah, it was a good it was a good game. It truly was a good game. Just I mean, this Buffalo, this is the easiest Buffalo way nice. I can easiest way I can put it is that outside of a few teams that made the playoffs uh this year, all the teams here were really good outside of the couple. <clears throat> but and both of those teams <laughs> that I'm referring to are <laughs> uh <laughs> NFC teams. So the AFC was really, really good this year. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was just going to be a competitive game from the jump. As Tim mentioned, Jonathan Taylor, that man, he came on strong. I didn't realize that he was like top three mm-hmm. in uh, rookie rushing yards for the Colts after the season because he had a really slow start. Mm-hmm. And he picked that mug up because they were doing that committee stuff and he, he took that and ran with it. And uh, he actually had less carries this season than he had at Wisconsin his last year. So oh, I believe that Wisconsin was running his ass to the ground, bro. <laughs> 300 damn carries every year. Like, come on, though. What y'all doing? So he, pro- he probably felt great when the playoffs came. Like, listen, 150 carries. I ain't seen this shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got hit about the same amount because they could touch him at Wisconsin. Man. But yeah, that should be a good game. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And then the other AFC game we have this weekend is the Kansas City Chiefs up against the Cleveland Browns, and that game is going to be on Sunday uh, afternoon. Yeah, Cleveland finally did world. it. Hey, I knew Cleveland was going to win that game. I didn't expect them to smack Pittsburgh like that, though. Oh, no, I did not expect that. Yeah. First quarter. I was like, what is going on right now? And Pittsburgh tried to make it respectable before uh, Nick Chubb last touchdown, which was a fucking yeah. beautiful run. <laughs> fucking beautiful touchdown. But uh, they tried to make it respectable before that. And- they tried. They didn't see. Like, if you watch that game, like, you see, if you look at the, just the final score, like, oh, they only won by 11. Like, it's two possession game. Like, no, nah, they. Mm-hmm. Score's not indicative of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland and, was- and, they, and Cleveland didn't even have their coach. Like, their head coach was not there. Because the special teams coach was running the squad. Like, <laughs> I had them out here balling, man. But the the offensive coordinator was out here running, uh, was running, calling the plays this time. Around. They, you know, they spread the, they spread the duties out. They did they, they did their thing. They did a good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it kind of brings up a question I've always had: is like, how much? I mean, like, obviously the head coach is very important. But I mean, like, day of the game, like, 
you already have your game plan set. Like you have your offensive play caller, you have your defensive play caller. Like if you're able to be part of the preparation and part of the game plan, like do you actually obviously it's it's advantageous to have your head coach, but I've always wondered like if you're not in charge of the offense or the defense, like are you just kinda like overseeing everything? Like but your hand isn't directly in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I guess like the special teams coordinator because he has less responsibility from play to play, like that actually probably is a good person to have, like to elevate to because you got coach. Just go ahead and focus on this. <laughs> well, I mean, again, like I mean, the, and, the and head coach was still there like all week. He just was there via Zoom. Like it's not Virtual. like he was just yeah. that yeah. at home. Like he was there for all of the practice. I mean, they didn't even practice until Friday afternoon. So it's not like he missed practice really. So and in case y'all was thinking that maybe he was able to call them on the sidelines or something, he didn't have no – he couldn't have any contact with mm. anyone until the game was over, so. Now, you know, Belichick would have found I do a way, but for everybody else, that's illegal. Yeah, Belichick would have been big cheating, cheating. But I want to—I just want to say, uh, Chase Claypool, a rook – listen, you had a great season, but don't don't come on Instagram with all that salty stuff, fam, talking about some – uh, it's whatever, man. They're going to get clapped next week. Bro, you got clapped this week. Like, <laughs> like don't. He had a hell of a touchdown. Hey, he I don't had care. One hell of a touchdown too. I don't care. Hey, he too salty for me to understand what he was trying to say. Too salty. I can't acknowledge nothing. <laughs> too salty. I can't. I can't. I can't. And to Camille's point, like if they got if they gonna get smacked and they just smacked you, like what would have happened if y'all would have found a way to win that game? So really, you just call right. yourself extra garbage. Like you getting smacked by a team that's gonna get smacked, like. Mm. What are you saying right now? <laughs> like Y'all started the one? season uh, what eleven and zero? Eleven and zero. So this outcome isn't actually too surprising to me, uh, which is why I thought the Browns were going to win. But the Browns went up against the Chiefs. I don't mm. know about that one. I, t- <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Hey, if if <laughs> if Cleveland can if if Cleveland can get the the run game going and just continues the the way they don't have to win this game is to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. So if y'all can just keep running that ball and yeah and keep being productive in that way, Cleveland might make that closer than than expected. Mm-hmm. But they got I can't bet that. against it's a tough task. They do. It is like I can't bet against Pat Mahomes. Yeah, true. Which is I mean, but the, be- the Browns got an offensive line that's one of the best in the league too. So mm-hmm. they'll they'll have a it won't be a it's gonna be a fight. I won't say Cleveland's gonna get blown out. I do not believe Cleveland will get smacked. I don't. Either. I do believe because it's 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 a different atmosphere. I do believe that they'll they'll mm-hmm. put up a real good fight, mm-hmm. and it may be coming back down to some patty magic at the end of the game, like he's had yeah. several the last three well two week playoffs. <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes got to come down and game winning drive in the fourth quarter. They coming back down from 21-0. Like, it's been in the playoffs. The Chiefs have been susceptible to getting down big and possibly getting out early, but they've come back. So, we'll see. I can see Cleveland jumps out to a big start. If they get out to a big start and it can run with uh, with Chubb and and Hunt, they might be able to pull it off. Mm -hmm. But just think how great of a story it would be, though, for them to actually pull it off. Like that'd be a lot of story of the year. That's what I'm saying. That'd be a great story. Sports story. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of sports story of the year. And that'd be dope for that city too. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm rooting for the Browns, but ideally I think the Chiefs will win. 
So your your official pick is is Kansas City. Yeah, what Kansas you're saying City. is you're gonna yeah. be cheering. You you're gonna be hoping you're wrong. Yeah, I feel you. But I'm yeah. guessing that's a clean sweep. I, Everybody feels Kansas City is gonna win that game eventually, somehow, some way, some shape, some form. Yes, they got black You know what? Too. I'm gonna roll with Cleveland. Mm, I like the I'll pick, man. I'm not mad I'll at it because if if they really can't get that running game going, then I don't see it being the problem. Keep Mahomes off the field, and you got a chance to win. And of course, that, Miles Garrett wants Mahomes to throw all game. Yeah, and that the the Chiefs' defense isn't as strong as it was uh, the past few seasons. So there's, I mean, like you said, it's a shot. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a shot. Now, let's go on ahead and get into the NFC, shall we? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to have the number one seeded Green Bay Packers going up against the L.A. Rams. I don't think the Rams still know who their quarterback is going to be as we record this. Uh, I listened to the show last week, and I heard most of y'all hoping that Chicago would win last week so we'd be able to see them up against the Packers for the third time. But as I listened to that, I was like, ew, yuck, no, don't want to see that again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ken, but I did. Hating ass Camille. (laughs) (laughs) ain't nobody trying to see y'all get blown out three times in the same but the rams it is so packers wait 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 wait. sorry backing up you say you don't we still don't know who the rams quarterback is like is the backup like did he get out of the hospital like what happened with his injury he did get released from the hospital but at this moment, the Rams have not stated who their starting quarterback would be for that game. They did say that Aaron Donald would be available and playing against the Packers. But the last that I saw, we don't know if it's going to be uh, – I forget his, the backup's name, Warhol or something like that. Uh, let's see. Cricket, uh, cricket. Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Donald. Cup he ain't Tyler Heineken, possible. so it don't matter. Heineken, yeah. Uh, what was Oh, the Magna quarterback? Right the who? Wolford is his last name. The the MAGA quarterback, the John dude Wolford. from Washington. Oh, he MAGA? He's super MAGA, fam. Oh, what? Man, fuck it. Big MAGA. <laughs> so I wouldn't know that last week. The <laughs> <laughs> room for him to get smacked around. But I he had a rough I, week anyway, so it don't matter. Yeah, he did. He had a rough week. And when it comes to Packers, Rams, like, this is going to – I wanted to see good football, like – and this is going to be a great football. You got the like number one like defense against number one offense. Like, I can't wait to see Jair or not Jair. I'm looking forward to seeing Cobb and uh, or, dang, I'm going all through different years. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey uh, battling each other. Although Aaron Rodgers said that he personally wasn't sure how much of that you would see because the Rams tend to play. They play like a two shell. He's like, so you probably won't see just like man on man on coverage. I hope I do. I would love to see it, but uh, you know, Jalen is asking for it. Oh, for sure he is. Oh, yeah. and I'm sure, yeah. And and you know, Devontae is like, give me one on one. Did who come back? Chris no, Harris. He's the, he the other LA team, wasn't he? I thought so. I thought Jimmy Ramsey was on the Rams. Uh uh-uh. See that? That's oh, hard to not suspect with me on that too. No. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Because I was like, damn, the Rams secondary nice. <laughs> But um, yep. I'm going to go with the Packers in this situation. Like, I understand how, you know, strong the Rams defense is, but I really like this offense. 
And our defense ain't no slouch either. And given the fact that they don't really have a quarterback, um, I just like our chances in that matchup. Ditto, I'm going to take Green Bay. Um, Donald do come back. He won't be 100%. But uh, even at not 100%, Aaron Donald's still a monster. Uh-huh. <laughs> still a monster. I so, had no rooting interest in that game. And I was terrified anytime uh, Aaron Donald – through the line, I'm like, oh shit, good luck. Which most run, of the time was immediately. Run, run. <laughs> <laughs> Hike, oh was... shit. <laughs> that was a Russ was going back to Sierra, broken, bro. Hey, Russ wasn't looking too hot, man. Yeah, he was looking because he was running for his life. <laughs> it was. I'm saying, like, it was rough out there for the man. Still cold, but he got damn. <laughs> he yeah, yeah and I mean, he had a rough end to the mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So. He started yeah. really hot and then cooled off considerably. So it's a good season. Still. Yeah. Hey, Ken, you got the Ken, you got the Packers too? You you going Green Bay, right? Um, yes, I am. I am going Green Bay. All right, just you know, I just had to make sure. Nice about, you got on, sir. Huh? Yeah, let's talk about your the, the team on your sweater for a little bit. So the other NFC matchup this week is going to be the Saints up against the Buccaneers. You got the old man bowl with uh Drew Brees and, and Tom Brady. It's gonna be a shootout. So to get like there, 85 years combined. Arm versus arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gotta put barely in parentheses afterwards because <laughs> that's like watching Philip Rivers throw. I don't like I know Phillips. <laughs> he does, bro. It's like oh many. Man, when he had to throw that Hail Mary to end the game, I was like, he threw that ball as hard as he could. And it hey, man. It, he it got was, 20 was, kids. That's <laughs> new. He tied. Yeah. <laughs> He do. That nigga got like, 20 he, kids. He, he tied. That nigga tied. He tied. But no, the, the Saints beat the Bears, and that game was broadcast on Nickelodeon, which I personally enjoyed a lot. I, I did wish that too. something like that would have existed when I was a kid. Yeah, it's different. I would have been, been all in on that. Nickel, man. And then the young lady in the broadcast booth who was calling the games with him, she was only like 14 or 15. She did excellent. Excellent, Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent. It was a fun, fun game, which made me just think, like, man, football is fun when you can be a little bit more goofy with it, too. Like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Just treat it like a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, I, um, when I saw that they were broadcasting on Nick Lake, I'm like, that's weird. And then, like, once I actually read the description of what they were doing, I was like, that is brilliant. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have a problem where they're not appealing to younger audiences. So, like, if that's a way to really engage kids in the NFL product, forward like that's a pure profit as far as i'm concerned yeah and they had, they had uh young sheldon explaining the rules popping up on the side like oh <laughs> y'all really going all in on this one <laughs> well i was telling her that you got a lot of kids that like when i was coaching i got a lot of younger players like the kids that i was coaching was 8 to 11 or 12 to 14 and i'm like if they had this then you know how many junior peewee uh boys would sit there and be like oh yeah nfl on on nickelodeon and stuff like that like and the way that they was breaking it down so that they can mm-hmm. actually understand what was going on and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. like you said, that was fucking genius movie. Like, yeah. if your market is to do the play 60 and all of that stuff like that, are you trying to incorporate that stuff? Being on Nickelodeon and having to broadcast the way they do, plus the slime candles was dope. The slime touchdown yeah. candles was dope. Hey, that SpongeBob uh, field goal was tight too. I don't yeah, like SpongeBob, was. but that, that made me Yeah, that was slick though. <laughs> it, was, it was smart. It was smart. Too bad the, the Bears didn't get a slime cannon, but... Now... Yeah. Can the bear season is, is is over now? Um, <laughs> this nigga. Y'all y'all had another wide receiver uh, 
trying to punch CJ Gardner Johnson. What he be saying to y'all? I don't know, but the Bears <laughs> don't like him. They do not <laughs> like that man. First whims. <laughs> now Miller, but Ken, I just want your feedback on on like the season, this team, y'all future going forward, because <clears throat> it don't seem like Chicago really know exactly what they want to do either. Like we've heard from the players as of this recording, but we haven't heard from y'all coach or y'all GM mm-hmm. or from anybody about the direction of the team going forward. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trubisky said that, you know, I would like to come back. I feel like I got unfinished business here, but that's not really my call. So Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just giving you the floor right now, man. Like, how do you feel about your <clears> team going forward? Y'all were 12 and four two years ago. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunately like this is what it is being a Bears fan. Like, you know, they just I don't know, man. First of all, it all starts with our head coach, bro. Like Nagy has been horrible calling like running plays this this um this season. Yeah. Like he been too <clears throat> he been too convictional. We he t- it took the entire season for him to run the ball. <laughs> like first of all, but then we never we never threw down the field. So I we need a new head coach. I am perfectly fine. And this sounds crazy, but I'm okay with Mitch coming back being our being our starter. What? Really? Yeah, but of course we could try to get Deshaun Watson to somebody. Shit, <laughs> uh, wild as hell. Like do that, huh? Y'all, where y'all fucked up at was y'all didn't use the golden ticket like y'all supposed to. Y'all bought Nick Foles. Y'all supposed to put him in in the playoffs. <laughs> no, bro, that ain't. Uh, ain't <laughs> Putting him in in the playoffs where he earned been, his that's money. That's wrong for Mitch, man. He a young quarterback, man. We gotta keep riding him. Hey, what's wrong is the way Wims dropped that damn pass. There you Ooh. go. That motherfucker was beautiful. He sat that motherfucker. It was and, perfect. And with Mitch, we don't get many of those. You don't so get we those. do get them, <laughs> but we do get them. You have to catch the bitches. It like, was perfect. I was like, holy shit, he really dropped that. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. That could yeah, change we, the game though. We definitely do need to um it all starts um in the front office, man. We need to figure out what can we do. Um we need to get rid of Nagy, and like I hate to say it or whatever, like, but we need to, we need some, we need some fresh, some fresh eyes. We need like a new culture um, in Chicago right now. Damn, Ken, mm-hmm. I just got an ESPN uh, push notification that says uh, Bears are likely to retain Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace, but their defensive coordinator is going to retire. He was the best coach back. on the team. He said, I'd rather retire than come back. Oh, yeah, God, damn. He's the best coach on the team. My man said, nah, I'm good. He said, I'm done here. And it's Chuck Pagano, though. So it's like, uh, you know, you have to cancer things. So hey, I'm Chuck Strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's still. He turned the whole defense around. Still, that man said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. Enjoy. <laughs> He probably asked, who coming back? Oh, mm, I'm good. I'm Ooh. good here. I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. Well, it looks like it's, you won't get your wish there, buddy. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. That sucks, man. But I don't know. We've we got to figure something out. Hey, oh, hey, the only good thing we got going is Aaron Rodgers getting old. <laughs> he, he about to be an MVP, fam. Right. I don't. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be MVP and shit. Y'all need hey, to worry about getting Deshaun. Huh? Y'all need to worry about getting Deshaun. That exactly, goddamn it. Who do I need to write? Shit, what do you who need an email? 
so we can so we can shoot shit. Hey, hey, he can't hey, Cam gonna be a free agent him. again this summer, fam. You know he's going back to New England. Cam. I said, you know Cam gonna be around. Dog, yeah. Yeah. He gonna run. I'd rather have Deshaun though. We can get Deshaun though. You know. I mean, I wouldn't blame you. Like Deshaun Watson is that that man yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, he a beast. He's not happy down there, man. I don't know what the I don't know what the hell they doing the Tex and with the Texans right now. They don't give a fuck a, down there. that man off. Huh? Pretty much. Oh, they might blow the whistle. Oh, okay. We'll save on that then. Okay. Saints, Buccaneers, though. Who y'all got? Ah. Uh, Buccaneers. Damn, it's mm. Maga Brady against Maga Breeze. I don't care about neither. <laughs> 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 I guess at least Breeze apologize. So I'll go with the Saints. I'll go with the Saints. I think they're they're more I don't want to see Tampa Bay again after what happened the first time. Yes, it's different, but it could be the same. I'd rather take my shot at the team that we beat already. I feel really good about this Packers team. Man, if, mm-hmm. dog, if we come back next week and they lose this game, I'm, I'm going to be mad salty because I haven't had this much faith in the Packers team in some years. Like, mm-hmm. all last year I kept saying, like, this is a fraudulent 13-3 and three team. Like, I still don't know exactly who they are or what they're doing. But I, I really believe in this year's team, man. So, mm-hmm. if I'm assuming we're going to beat the Rams, would I rather see the Saints who we beat or the Buccaneers who whooped us something serious, bro? But honestly, this might sound weird, but I, I kind of want Tampa Bay again. I want that redemption. I want that redemption. I don't think this is going to be like San Francisco last year. I think <laughs> I think they could do it. That's just my personal opinion. But I I do think they're that, beatable. The, they're definitely beatable. Of course, for sure, for yeah. Sure. Like they've been looking like shit too. Like the, if we catch, you know what? Second half Tampa Bay. I definitely take them over first half Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm I want Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay in this game. Although the idea of seeing Drew Brees playing in the cold at Lambeau, in the playoffs. like, also makes me be like, man, that could be a good win too. It, you know what? I don't really care who you put up against us. I'm gonna pick the Packers anyways. So for this <laughs> game, <laughs> I'm gonna just go with Tampa Bay uh, beating New Orleans. Yeah, I think uh, Saints. I guess. <clears throat> Y'all, let's 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 talk COVID. Um, oh, uh, wait, one, one last happening. thing before we, oh. before we go. Um, so Packers re-signed, what's his name, Jared Belgier? So yeah, yeah, Jared Belgier. Yeah, so he's he's supposed to be the first player to ever play two back-to-back playoff games with two different teams because he started for the Colts. Colts last week. But he was a practice squad player, so the Packers were able to sign him. Um, and so. he already cleared protocols because he was a practice squad player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And What's the name just signed? Uh, the Bills just signed Devontae Freeman today. Oh, that's not a bad pickup for them on a practice. They're they using the practice squad. <laughs> hey, as you should. He was on the Giants. I'm like, nah, he was just on the Giants. I'm like, but hey, for sure. But that's a, that's, the, that's a really good short-term pickup. Because he wasn't see, bad for I the mean, Giants this year. He wasn't great either. He was oh, he, like, he, just, he was just a full year. He's a stopgap. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, like He's I said, it's a, it's a reason he was available. But, right. you know, it is what it is. More of a name at this point than him. Yeah. Kind of like LaShawn McCoy. Like, decent, mm-hmm. but he ain't who he used to be, but he still got the name. Like, oh, that's shady. Like, you know. Yeah, but I'll, shit, right now I'll take Freeman More like Shady. <laughs> I mean, I can get that. This, it's a pretty big age difference between the two of them, too, ain't it? 
Like, yeah, Freeman, and quite a few years younger than McCoy. I think Freeman's to, uh, Freeman might just hit 30 or, or 29. Right. That's neither here nor there. Right. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck to good luck to all the playoff teams uh, this week. COVID is rampaging the, the country. Numbers have been going up, and we've been seeing that reflected in the NBA as well. Board of Governors actually met there to just kind of go over their protocols, and they actually made some new changes with that. I'm gonna try to pass the ball somewhere. Can someone uh, pick this up on the on the COVID tip with the NBA? You got the protocols, Mister. Oh, so you've been doing it. So the NBA did. (laughs) So the the NBA Board of Governors uh, met Monday afternoon to review health and safety protocols um, following a recent spike in positive tests and contact tracing. Um, the NBA and the NBA PA today voted to um, adopt new stricter protocols. They said for a minimum of two weeks, but basically throughout the duration of this current spike, like if things start to stabilize a little bit more, like they may loosen certain things. But um, in general, uh, the the new agreement calls for the following changes. So now players will no longer be permitted to hug or interact with rival players on the court pre and post game. Um, they will be reducing the social interactions during the game, including tapping hands during free throws. Um, they're making mask wearing mandatory at all times when not on the court. Um, the exception being a cool down area um, that's separate from the bench for players uh like upon immediately leaving the game. So you come off the court, you sit in a separate area. Once you've caught your breath, you go back to the regular bench and then you put your mask back on. Um, They made changes to, uh, you know, like what the players and staff are allowed to do when they're at home and on the road. So road, uh, so traveling parties essentially are not allowed to leave their hotel rooms, nor are they allowed to have non-team guests um, seems like that should have been something that <laughs> was the rule from the beginning because that's a very large, uh, you know, they tried weak to be point nice. in the policy. They tried to be nice. You're just getting road guests. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then players and staff when they're at home must remain at their residences except uh, for team-related activities and to perform essential activities um, I like, so like grocery store dropping kids off at school that type of shit um i don't know that miss anything no i think that all sums it up they gotta do something because it's been what five six games it's been canceled or postponed at this point it's getting out of hand uh because one just got announced about an hour ago Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. That was Boston and Miami on Sunday, Dallas and New Orleans on Monday, Boston and Chicago on Tuesday, Boston and Orlando on Wednesday, and then ooh, I forgot what the other one was. I, I believe it involves Washington. Whatever Washington's game was on Thursday, I know that's the one that got canceled. Uh, recently. uh Washington and Utah on Wednesday. <clears throat> um, so the the first five that I well actually all of them are due to the fact that certain teams have less than eight active players, which is the number that you're required to have to fill a team. Um, So, yeah, like it's just uh, a lot going on. Let's see. uh, Washington and Milwaukee both had to cancel practice today. 
Although Milwaukee Washington. said their cancellation was not COVID related, it was a rest cancellation. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> hey, that's what they said. They said that's it was they no rest. That's what Give him the Benny. Which which bit which Bud has done before in the past, according to uh, various Bucks beat writers. I guess the shit just is getting out of hand, <laughs> quick, quickly. Like, yeah, so, wait, just to just to finish this off. So, like, Dallas had to close their practice facility because they have four players out with positive COVID tests. Um, Maxi Kleber, Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Richardson. Philly had to quarantine because Steph, not Steph, Seth Curry um, tested positive and they got their results back during the game when he was sitting on the bench. Um, so, basically, anyone that he had interacted with, including Joel Embiid, who was next to him on the, on the bench, um... Like, they're all away. I think it's uh, Embiid, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, and Vincent Poirier. I don't know how to pronounce his name. The French dude that was mm-hmm. on Boston last year. Um, so they're all the in the protocol. Jason Tatum and Bradley. Them, Real quick, the, when they had to come out and they only had the seven players and they were like, here come. <laughs> 76ers and it was just like seven people i was like this is the shortest little warm-up like intro line i ever seen before in my life uh yeah sorry and then just to finish this off so jason tatum and bradley bill are both in the protocol now they actually interacted following a boston and washington game late last week um so like tatum i guess was put into the protocol first and then because him and bill were too close Following the end of that game, like Bill was marked for contact tracing. So, yeah, it just shows you like how quickly <laughs> this shit can spread throughout the league and throughout the team. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's just it's tough at this point. Yeah, and is it yeah? The, is it the players? Do we say it's the players' fault? I think it's society's fault. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't say it's anyone's necessarily. I mean, unless you're out there just blatantly. Unless you're out here, Kyrie. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is it the players? Because they're a cast who hasn't had it, mm-hmm. and then there are some who. I, I don't know. Maybe. It, well, the thing, like the thing is, like I think Kyrie, if Kyrie is guilty of what he's being accused of now, and it seems pretty cut and dry, and then uh, James Harden are the only two that have actually like violated the mm-hmm. the health and safety protocols. Like everybody else is just kind of like, you know, it's in the course of ah, right. <laughs> like it's a virus. Like, like you, you, you just get sick sometimes. Like you know what I mean. Like if the country is having this super bad outbreak, which it is at the moment, like. Even if you're wearing your mask, even if you're doing stuff right, you can still get it if you're not just staying home all the time. Yeah, like it's always a chance. It's always a chance, and you got traveling. these dudes traveling. You know, like so that's why I, that's why it's the question because it's like okay, if it's not them, and it's the travel thing because a lot of people bringing up go back to a bubble. But can you ask the players to sit down and don't interact with other people for what the next three months? Well, if, what Eric was saying, like, it's going to be just a couple of weeks. They're tightening it up right now. Just try to get things back under control. And then if numbers go back down, they'll re-loosen some of the restrictions that they're putting on. But I feel like this is part of what happens if you play during a pandemic. We saw it with all the other professional mm-hmm. sports teams. True. Like, the only reason the NBA playoffs went off so well was because they were in a bubble. Like, mm-hmm. we saw that that worked because you're isolating yourself from all the other outside dangers for as best as you can. 
Yeah. And without that, you're going to have a chance of catching these cases. Like, that's why I think Aaron Rodgers, like, this is a different sport, but when they asked Aaron Rodgers, like, what you going to tell the team about the bye week? He, just, he was like, don't catch COVID. You know, like, that's what I'm going to tell him. Like, don't get, like, <laughs> don't get COVID. Like, like, stay home. Don't get, don't, don't get don't sick. Don't go nowhere. Don't do nothing unless you need to. Yeah, just. The thing, like everybody's <laughs> everybody's saying like why don't they do a bubble again why don't they do a bubble again and it's like it's because time. the players pretty yes. much refused like everybody that was in the bubble this time like the first time were like this we this is untenable like we can't do this again <laughs> they were disgruntled they wasn't when nobody happy but everybody's happy to get through it yeah but yeah, I, I mean like the the, the prospect for months yeah <laughs> like mm, Maybe you can quarantine like the last couple rounds of the playoffs, but um, I guess by that point, like, we'll hopefully have widespread vaccination and hopefully things will be on the upward trajectory. But at this point, like, Adam Silver, Adam Silver basically said, like, the post holidays spike was anticipated, but they didn't expect it to mm-hmm. be this bad. And he feels like they just have to kind of get through the rest of January and hopefully, um, Things will kind of stabilize and normalize. But again, like people, people didn't want to sit at home for Christmas, so now you know mm-hmm. everywhere, like things are just kind of blowing up. And you know, it only takes one person to get to interact with the wrong person at the wrong time, and then the whole team is kind of shut down. So, yeah, yeah. like Camille said, it, it's the dangers of trying to run the NBA season during. A global pandemic. That's why I ain't got my hair done in some months now. I'm sitting here. It's rough. So right here, but, <laughs> no, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm off camera in case I need to vacate uh, the, the room because I'm not feeling. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. But yeah, the NBA is yeah. gonna keep trucking on through regardless. Just so we, because we mentioned it, the Kyrie thing. So, uh, video service Monday night of. Kyrie apparently at a birthday party. Um, so yesterday and today were the birthdays of his dad and his sister, respectively. Um, so he was seen at a club type venue in New Jersey, not wearing a mask, dancing on the dance floor, a lot of people in the crowd. Mind you, he's been away from the team for personal reasons for the last five or six days. Uh, it's been since since we recorded last week, so I, I want to say it was like Wednesday or Thursday that he stepped away. Um, when it initially broke, like Steve Nash was kind of mum on it, like he did. It didn't seem like it was necessarily an excused absence, but it wasn't unexcused. Um, like he let him know, but it was kind of like, "I'm just not gonna be here." And they're like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> it's like personal <laughs> reasons, and then they're just like, "Okay." Um, so they. Um, yeah, so he's been away from the team. He was seen partying um, like with his family and friends, and now the NBA is investigating whether or not he violated the health and safety um, guidelines that they have in place. If he's found to have done so, like he's facing a longer quarantine, and he can be fined um, similar to the way that James Harden was. Uh, what else? And he can lose game checks if he's missing the game from – uh, being in violation. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do want to say about the Kyrie situation is I just want to make it clear that me personally, 
I don't really have a problem with him needing to take that personal time off to himself if he's going through something, whatever that case may be. Like, I personally, I understand that. I've taken PTO myself for, you know, having just rough mental breaks where I just can't go. So I can only imagine what it must feel like as an athlete where your job is so physical to have to try to make yourself get up to play a game when you mentally just, you're not there. Um, So I'm all for Kyrie using PTO on company hours, but what I'm not (laughs) here for is being unsafe uh, while you're out there. Like I said this earlier, I can understand like being around family and friends, especially when you're down, like if you're down, it's a real energy booster. It can make you feel really good having all that love around you. But if you're going to be doing stuff like, like, come on, man, like y'all can't be maskless in in a, in a venue with like 30 people, like, it just that can't happen in the pandemic. That just can't happen. Mm-hmm. Two rebuttals. One, it, yes, most definitely. But also, being in a venue at all, like whether you're wearing a mat, you can be a full hazmat suit. Like you, just, yeah. you're not supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be around that many people. Like that is that was collectively bargained by. I mean, he's a VP in the Players Association. Like he was. You agreed to that theoretically part of the agreement to this set of guidelines rules. Mm -hmm. So like, that's not an excuse. You know what I mean? Like be safer, be smarter, but also like Camille, I think that your PTO is kind of like a term of your employment and like, you know, you can unilaterally use your PTO when you want to. Kyrie has a contract with, the Nets and with the NBA that doesn't necessarily there's gray area, but it doesn't necessarily just be like, okay, I'm taking a day off today because I don't feel like playing. Like, man, they be resting players just to rest players. Like, come on, man. Like, it, I mean, I, it's, that, but as I say, it comes, it's an, it's an agreement between the two parties. Like he was just, from what it appears to be, he was just like, I'm not playing today. And they're like, that's why I you know, it by like if he was using this time for like mental help like I'm cool with that we don't really know the full story at this point but all I'm saying is I'm here for people taking off if their mental health needs it I don't know what exactly Kyrie's thing is and uh, it doesn't sound like the Nets know either which was a little bit surprising to me uh, so I agree I definitely agree with you on that sense but just the overall idea of if you need the time off because you mentally are not here, like I understand that, mm-hmm. and I'm with that. Like if, if if I can if you can be rested just because you know you you know the team don't just trying to keep you fresh. I feel like you can be rested for trying to keep your mind fresh too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But, but you know, communicate with the people that you oh, need for to sure. At least like, let somebody know what's going on, man. Right. I mean, like, we <laughs> can't take off on our jobs just and be like, I, no, this ain't like, nope, that ain't <laughs> like, and then not be in contact. Like, it's the communication. And process then the first time you it. pop up is in the news. At a yeah, breaking spot. breaking Masters protocols. Breaking yeah, protocols that you negotiated. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Mm. But we'll see what happens. We will. We to bring were. this back to the sports side of this, this is like things like this is why I've kind of been like I don't I gotta see the Nets be the Nets before I'm like like these are some shaky personalities that they have mixed in that locker room and mm-hmm. it's fragile <laughs> so before I yeah. take them as like contenders like I gotta see that this thing gonna work 
and I don't know. No, I, I, I'm, I'm dubious as as far as things are going. <laughs> so I believe when we record next week's show, we'll be like officially a quarter way through the NBA season. I need to double check my math, but if that is the case, then maybe we should do like a little just check in on where our teams are standing and surprises and, you know, things of that sort. Uh, Let's see. Where do we want to go next? Where do we want to go next? Oh, I guess since we're talking about COVID, I'll just keep it here. Drew McIntyre from WWE. He tested positive for COVID-19 and he has been placed into quarantine. Tim, would you tell the people why it was surprising to you, just in case they're not as familiar with with that world? All right. So Drew is the WWE champion. So he is the champion. Well, not named Roman Reigns because Roman's typically, well, clearly the guy. But Drew McIntyre is the other champion. And he's kind of the face of the the WWE over the summer, over actually over COVID, honestly. So for him to have popped up at, with COVID was already a big deal. But his storyline already got like 30 people involved in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got Randy Orton, who's already feuding with Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. So that's three people right there. He had a title match with Keith Lee, who's been tag teaming with Sheamus, who's been feuding with The Miz and uh, Morrison, who also has been money in the bank in it. So they've been over on SmackDown. <laughs> it's like it's like this one person, his one story has... Uh, at least 40 people involved in him interacting with him. And it was like, it was wild kind of thinking about it. And I was, but nobody, I guess nobody else had it. You know, we don't know when he contracted it. We don't know when they were free or not. But as of right now, they haven't said anything else about anybody else having anything with Drew. It's just been Drew. So they could kind of, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. But it's just interesting that he got to be out the next 10 to 14 days. And Royal Rumble is what, three weeks away? Yeah. And yeah. McIntyre said, I'm a beauty. And I was like, oh. immediately, <laughs> immediately, wrestling with a mask on. Yeah, Thirty man Royal Rumble. Not a mask the fuck out of that. Thirty man Royal Rumble. You coming right out of COVID? Testing positive. You finna hit the thirty man Royal Rumble. Hey, but that's why. Again, that's why it was crazy. Like it's already that many people involved kind of in his storyline yeah <laughs> and then well, it's to come right back to a royal rumble and they, ha- they haven't said anything else about anybody else testing positive so it's, it's very it's interesting i guess i would just assume that you know there's still fraternization like backstage like regardless of who you're in a storyline with like i would imagine like you're still interacting with whoever your friends are on the roster so mm-hmm. like we don't know who all oh, he's actually like physically been around because again like they're it's not a bubble but it's kind of a bubble at work <laughs> type of deal it's like you know with the, with the basketball teams like you know everybody goes home and comes back to the facility but they're allowed to kind of freely interact with each other within reason like i'd imagine it's the same thing in wwe so uh, yeah I, I was i was reading tweets yesterday it seems like they only use so many people on tv for a time well i mean like a lot of people had like double duty like they would have a match and then they would call somebody else out and then they would have another match so like they didn't use as many people on tv as they normally would mm. ah, because they had a bunch of people that were in the building that they just didn't have on the show so it's like you're not actually constricting like 
the amount of people that are there, but you're limiting the amount of people that are on TV. Like, I don't know. Like maybe, so maybe it's, maybe it's completely unrelated. Like they were just like, oh, we don't want, don't want to have. Shoot. Yeah, they was down so bad. Triple H was out there wrestling last night. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like you had to call in Triple H, but you not using the people the that game. are game. <laughs> they was wilding, dog. They setting sledgehammers on fire. I'm like, they all out here yeah. putting fireballs in people's face. <laughs> they out here trying anything to get some ratings right now. Yeah, they finna go to entertain the meat. Shit, <laughs> they gonna be on Nick Nacks. They gonna be on Nick Nacks and shit. Right. Doing slime, the, please. Doing the slime, slime cannons and shit. The first slime match. <laughs> The winner has to. No, no, I'm not gonna give them no ideas because no one oh. of them they probably end up doing some fool exactly. stuff like that. Let's go into the radio, fellas. Radio. Oh, one, one last thing about WWE. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one last thing about WWE. Like last week, they had the whole Legends Night thing. Mm-hmm. Again, like th- three days later or whatever it was, like your champion test positive for coronavirus. It's like, why are you bringing in extra motherfuckers outside people? <laughs> Be like a TV show, like a lot of them, like yeah. older in age because they're your legends. Like y'all really don't care about this shit. Like, and I saw that. Uh, what's your name? Um, uh, the blonde chick, Tori Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So like, apparently, she went to like Disney World with Can oh, Candice Michelle. That's mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. Like apparently, they were like at Disney World together, like with their kids, and it's like, and then she goes to. Raw like the next day or the same day or whenever it was. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, <laughs> you know, Vince ain't never gave a damn. Vince ain't never gave a shit. Dude, don't sound like the, the the employees do either. But that being said, let's get into the radio this week. Ken, would mm-hmm. you please explain to the people in case they're new here what the radio segment is? Indeed, this is a part of the show. Um, where we play a song uh, that is either written, composed, um, produced, created by someone in the sports realm. Um, <clears throat> Tim is our DJ. <laughs> DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. <clears throat> and this is our backstage production <laughs> meeting. For show, for show. So this <coughs> song, I'm actually very much looking forward to because I did not listen to it yet. And oh, you in for my- surprise. <laughs> and I really want this to be heat. So the song this week It's is, fire, all right. You want to be hard and heat. Hot this, <laughs> this song this week is by Bad Bunny. And it, it is his song Bunny. titled Booker T. So Wait, heard this it, it's I'm about Booker looking T. Forward to it. I mean, I, I read about Obviously. the song. Like he said that he was oh, a good, Booker good. T fan growing up. And I believe they said they, it samples his theme song. So uh, I really want to hear what this sounds like. Like I'm. I'm excited for it. Cause I like Bad Bunny, so okay, okay. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear uh, what this is about. Tim, Tim like do you that. want the music to uh, be rolling <laughs> as you talk? Yes. Okay. Do everything good for you. Yep, I'm ready. All right, Ken, would you count us down to go live on air, please? Five, four, three, two, one. WTCK Radio, sixty-nine point nine FM. For 69 is fine. WTECK Radio 69.9. For 69 is fine. We got by Bunny. Booker T. Ay, ay. Los pongo a bailar la peluca. Que no baila que lo despelucan. Ay. 
hijo de puta no me cuquen Lean los números pa' que se eduquen Yo no hago canciones Hago himnos pa' que no caduquen En este género yo fui un jaduquen Ey, y se extinguieron como los dinosaur Antes que me apague se apaga el sol Subimos y rompimos el ascensor El prepa que le tiró al basol Maldito conejo, ahora lo miro de arriba y de lejos if I knew what he was saying, it's probably be more fire. It's already fire. I'm not hearing <laughs> I told, I'm a fan of his. I, I like Bad Bunny. I don't be knowing what he be talking about, but I be. I be Can you dig it, dig it, sucker, sucker, sucker? Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get my Duolingo on. I'm gonna get my Duolingo on. I'm gonna figure out what they You're on the real, what he's saying in this song. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was fire, though. No, that was the beat and Man. all that shit was fire, though. Man. The video was pretty cool. Like, it's funny. Like, I was watching it and Sam was like, I don't know what the hell he talking about. Shit, me neither, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I've been, I've been, I like, I, I like reggaeton. I like the the trap Latin music. Like, ever since uh, my people in undergrad put me on the uh, uh, Ivy Queen, man, I've been, I've been, I've been all aboard. I've been all aboard. So <laughs> I'm a fan of that. Oh, one. Booker's in the video dancing too. Oh, of course, you gotta have Booker T in the video. Got to. Yeah, uh, we Or knows he's available. <laughs> all right hot or not y'all y'all enjoy that one? Oh yeah that was hot like it hot yeah that was hot like <laughs> that that little yeah i like that that was nice so alabama defeated ohio state in the college football playoff championship game it was a it was a blowout they stomped them out fit the two folded god lord jesus 52 24 <laughs> <laughs> it's a blowout. It's a blowout. Nah, it was. Andre Smith is cold. That motherfucker nice. Nah, he is. <laughs> that motherfucker nice. I didn't know he was that cold, bro. I didn't know he was that small. Like that is. A, yeah, that's, that's what a I was gonna fella. say. He's small. Yeah. He's super like he's like my size, but twice as fast as Tim. Like. <laughs> oh, when he caught that. Uh, he got the little bubble screen. 
I was like, oh, this was like a little two yard gain. That motherfucker took off. I'm like, what the? F-? He took like 15 yards out of that. I'm like, damn. <laughs> it was effortlessly it, like it don't even look like he's like you know like some people it look like no, they chug it. Like, you see him running fast. Like he just looked like he's striding regular, like not exactly too much energy off. and just like running right past people. Crisp mm. route running, like great hands, go up and get you, like beautiful catches. It's a one game sample size, but shit, like that's, that's what you've been doing all year, like all year. As in the Waddle Cat was supposed to be the one that they was like, oh man, Waddle gonna be cold, cold. Like that's the one they was supposed to be better, but he been going all year. That's <laughs> okay, that better than him. Why? Why was Waddle playing? Like they said, he broke his ankle like a couple months ago. He got screws that's still in his ankle. He's clearly. I'm saying, like, why was he playing though? Like, why was he in that oh, game? Like, that's negligent. Because of the championship game. I don't give a fuck. Like, you save that kid from himself. Like, that's on Nick Saban. Like, you don't put that. You don't yeah. put that kid out there. Like, it was NBA and NFL pitch. players saying, like, no, nah, somebody that loves him needs to get in his ear right now. Like, get off that field. Like, he he should not be out there. Yeah, that first catch when he wobbled off the field, I'm like, damn, I was, I don't know what happened, but. They're saying like make, top make 15 pick think about it. minimum. So like you can only do damage to yourself at that point. Like I get one to be there for your teammates. I get one to play in the national championship game. I get it. I, I totally understand that. But so sometimes like it, it's things more important than that, which is like the health and safety of your legs. Like, And they had like the kid that tore his ACL, like the center that tore his ACL. Like they had him come out and do like victory formation snaps. And then he lifted up. Nick Saban after a game, it's like, <laughs> like I get it. Like, he's, doing, man? you know, he's six, six, 300 pounds, and Nick Saban is a little man, but at the same time, like, he has a torn ACL from like a month ago. Like, hasn't, I don't know if he's had surgery or not, but he's definitely not to the point where he should be in pads in any way, shape, or form. So, mm-hmm. it's like, even when good stuff happens, it's like, it's just, Jesus Christ. Okay. But, yeah, other than that, like, I think Devontae Smith had, like, he set the record for most championship game uh, yards and receptions, I think, in the first half because he got injured, like, first possession mm-hmm. of the third quarter. 250 and three touchdowns. 250-plus and three touchdowns. Like, that's Baller. that's some crazy stuff. That's and, again, like, I mean, he had himself a hell of a game, and then Mac Jones had it. His game was better than Joe Burrow from last year. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, I was going to say, like, but Joe Burrow ain't have Devontae Smith, but yeah, Justin Jefferson. So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Chase. Um, oh, Jamar Chase. <sighs> Jamar Chase. Like, he had both of them last year. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But it was it was it was a good game for Alabama, you know, saving saving run college. Yeah, they said that was seventh uh, national championship would push them past Bear Bryant. That he just he owns college, he owns the NCAA. Uh, uh, ESPN posted a tweet saying that uh, he's reached that stage where like you were doing um, franchise mode in college football, and you just start over with Wyoming because it gets too easy to win championships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I am done with this, bro. I'm, I'm too cold. <laughs> I, I need a challenge. I, I'm going to start a whole new program. Build them up from the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. Let's go to injuries. So okay. in the NBA, um, Wizards center Thomas Bryant has torn his ACL, so he's out for the season. Um, Markel Fultz from Orlando also tore his ACL. Like I felt so bad for that kid. Yeah, like he was finally rounding the corner and you know getting his career. Off. Is uh, guard? I like Thomas Bryant though. Like you, right? Like is it sucks, especially because he had he was one of the young promising talents on the on Washington. Like the team is to need young promising talent. <laughs> Washington, he that's a big blow for them. So you know, best of luck him on your recovery. It's a season from hell for Washington. Like, Brad Bill's out now with health and safety. I think Russ is injured somehow. I think he jammed his finger up. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been a lot of stuff with them. But I think Russ will be out for the <coughs> now, actually, because he's on, I got him on my fantasy team. I've been playing fantasy basketball. Just, uh, yeah, I have too. I've been doing good too. Me too. Shit, I'm in first place. <laughs> <laughs> But um, it's been making it easier to kind of keep up with some of the injuries and stuff like that that's going on as well because I got. Rest. I know Camille said that she would uh, that we would do like a check in next week, but I have no feel for this NBA season so far. Like I have no idea who's good. I, I have a pretty good idea who's bad. Yeah. But I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't. It's it's a lot of inconsistency, which is to be expected. But it's just like there's no team that's just like. Oh yeah, that that's a team to be worried about. Like everybody kind of has their strengths and everybody has their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Well, quick question: How do y'all feel about? I'm gonna ask you first, Ken. How do you feel about Golden State? How do I feel about? That? I feel like um, that they got they can be a little more dangerous than I expected them to be this season. So I think that I don't know. I, I think they're gonna finish out. They definitely right if they continue to grow, they could be a playoff team. But I'm not worried about them in the playoffs, though. Hmm. What about you, Eric? Uh, as long as they have Steph and Draymond, like they have a very high baseline of competence. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two are healthy. Wiseman seems to be decent. Yeah, Wiseman. I like Anything out of their wings or their bench players, like I think they're a solid mm-hmm. playoff team. But at this point, I would say probably play so I didn't realize how big of an impact Dre really was until he came back and they started winning. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Like he still makes it. He's a he does a lot more. He's always been underrated, mm-hmm. undervalued, I say. And I just think that he what does he does for, doesn't like, like it doesn't. He does the little things, all the little things that you need, like all of them, <laughs> and. He's a great leader now because of the growth and maturity. Because I know the younger squad, the younger Dre was hothead, but like you can see the growth and maturity in him as well. And he's teaching that he's out there mentoring and stuff like that. And it's it's pretty dope to see like Dre's transformation and then his immediate impact when he came back. I like that's kind of that's the only reason why I kind of got intrigued with Golden State because I'm like, damn, they might not they not, they're not that bad. <laughs> they're mm. really not that bad. Now I'm just curious. I was curious. Uh, I was but the last injury is uh, Hawks. Bogdan Bogdanovich has a knee injury that they still haven't released a timetable on, but they said that he has like an avulsion fracture in his knee and I think some type of 
cartilage damage. Um, did y'all see the actual injury? No. Nah. It was gross. It was like his knee kind of just caved in. Yeah. Like it, it, it bent one way, then bent another way, then bent back the way it was supposed to be. And he, it looked it looked bad. Best of luck in your recovery too, sir. That's that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, it just looked worse than it actually was. Hopefully. hopefully. Um, where should we go? We can go to all pro teams. So NFL released their all pro teams. Although it looks like when we listed the first team, so. Um, on offense, we have Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Stephon Diggs, uh, Devontae Adams. What's the name was on here, too? Uh, Hill, Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, David Bakhtiari, somebody named Conklin. Was that Jack Conklin? I don't know. Quentin Nelson. So. Somebody named Shreff. I need first names. Brandon Shreff. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. I, I, think, I think Tim put them all in their last name. <laughs> Corey, Corey Lindsley. Uh, so Packers have four All Pros on the first team. Yeah, mm-hmm. two linemen now: Rodgers and Adams. Uh, on defense, Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, uh, Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner, Buckner. Uh, Bobby, who's Wagner, uh, Bobby Wagner, Fred Warner, we got and uh, Justin Darius Leonard. Yeah. Uh, well, we got Xavier Howard for corner. I, I can take it. You know, don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. I'm going to hand that off. <laughs> I'm kind of proud that I got the names that I did get. Hey, I'm, I'm super <laughs> proud. I'm proud of you, of you too. <laughs> uh, no, but you got Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, and Darius Leonard at the linebacker spot. Uh, Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey at the cornerback spot. Uh, you got Minka Fitzpatrick, Tyron Matthew, and... Uh, Buda Baker at the safety spots, Jason Sanders at the kickers, and ah, special teams. Well, you got Bailey. I uh, can't remember Bailey's first name. Cordell Patterson and Ozzie Jake Wilson. Bailey. Jake Bailey, gotcha. So there you have it. Not bad. Um, I was laughing though because I was like, oh, it's it's interesting to see an All Pro team, and then Patty's not even on the list. Hey, he's second team. Him and Josh, him and Josh Allen tied and uh, votes for the second team, so they were both listed as second team quarterbacks. But when when you have an MVP season like Aaron Rodgers did, you got to be first team. So um, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Brown out here cloning. Yeah, you no, know, Lebron out here acting a fool right now. Yeah, hey man, he, get, he brought that look Laker down shit back, huh? He brought that uh, look down shit back. Did you see Lebron? It? Lebron pulled off a no look three, like he shot that mug. Turned his back. Immediately turned around. Immediately. like Immediately. As soon as he released it, turned around talking shit. The whole bitch going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. And it is 71-48, by the way, at halftime. Um, Jeez, who are y'all playing? Houston. Um, Houston. Bust their ass. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Yeah. This is gross, bro. This is gross. Every hey. time we bring that look down, I think of Dooch. Every single time he <laughs> looked down at the damn floor, I think of Dooch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, LeBron Smacking is. No, nah, he already knew. He looked down, threw it up, and turned around to the bench because he knew <laughs> that shit's automatic. No, nah, he clowning against. <laughs> you got to see this clip, fam. Like he is. I seen it. I was staring at it for a minute. I just retweeted it, but I, I was staring at it for a minute because I'm like, nah. 
<laughs> it's low key disrespectful. If I was on the Rockets, That's I might. That's why I said he brought the look down shit back, dude. It makes it worse because of the score, though. Like they really busted. Yeah. He had to make sure he's behind the three point line. That's why he looked down in that clip, though. He was he was checking his feet because he had time. He had that much time. This nigga here, man, LeBron. No, he had a man flying at him. He ain't had that much time. That man, that was a, that was such a they fake. Gross. That was a fake closeout, man. That wasn't no real and live. Bounce look down. No, he, he did the bounce look down. Shit. Clip, <laughs> like from as soon as he got the ball, he was clowning. Mm-hmm. With the pass, it, like, yeah, the whole the pass, the pass, pass in the corner, pump fake, look down, pump, go ahead, turn around, fuck that shit, I'm out. Pull, pull, pull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it, I see it, yeah, it was gross, it was gross. Congrats what, what to him. Speaking of uh, hooping, LaMelo. Freaking the player ever to have a longest. I mean, youngest player ever get triple dub. You know what I'm saying? Young, young mellow ball. (laughs) Oh, here. Uh, Y'all know who had the record previous? Oh, well, before faults. Before faults, it was his big bro. Like Zoe had the (laughs) had the award for youngest player to record triple double until faults broke that. What was it last year? Year before that? Recently. Mm -hmm. And then Mellow came and knocked that down too. Like, let me get that back, bro. If I'm not mistaken, I think that Fultz's triple double was against the Bucks. That sounds about right. People tend to have career days against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I swear to be fair, that was, the, that was at one. the end of the Jason Kidd year. So I said what I said. People, mm-hmm. career days, that career happened against the Bucks. I franchise I, nights. <laughs> Jazz just set a franchise record of three points against us. Bro, motherfuckers come to Milwaukee or they play the Bucks. History is in the making. Oh, you might catch an L in the process, but you're gonna you're gonna put some numbers up, fam. It's gonna be something, right? No, we might catch that L too. We might, but I mean, over the last two years, our our regular season record has been superb. So it is like that, Jazz. That Jazz loss was only the twelfth time that they've lost in Pfizer for Pfizer for Pfizer. Okay, Bradley Center. Yeah, like they that that the Bucks have been good. Um, but yeah, shout out to Melo. Y'all know how. I mean, me and Cam been been on the you know. Yeah, yeah, baller. Been been he actually moving this year though. He, he looks nice. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, wait. Well, to see he that. has been nice. But I will say ESPN is riding that train hard. <laughs> and yeah. like I, I looked at their uh, their NBA basketball page, like you know, on on Instagram, you can see the grid, and there's like nine spots, like six of them were Lamelo. I'm like, anything else happening in NBA today? No, nope. it's just all Mello. <laughs> all Mello. And it wasn't even a triple double night; like it was just like a ra- a random Tuesday. Probably <laughs> beautiful pass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of beautiful ass pass. All right, it looks like we just got a f- couple more things before we uh, get into the blow the whistle. Some more quick hitters. Tim, you want to knock out the NFL transitions, and then we can just kind of quick hit the rest of it. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I see you. All right. Um, I mean, we, we kind of already talked look, about Deshaun, so I don't know how. Right. We, so we good on that. Want to go uh, into that? Yeah. We got Philly. They fired Doug Peterson. Uh, he was there for five years, but <clears throat> they had to make changes there. Um, he, what was it, two years ago that they won the Super Bowl? Three, but, I think. 
or three, but yeah, he had they had to make some changes in Philly. Philly was starting to go downhill real fast, and the Carson Wentz drama, and then the you tanking the game, like nah, you you have to go, bro. Um, Seattle they fired their office coordinator Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, they said it was philosophical differences, and they mutually fans agreed to part ways. Because they'll go finally get somebody who keep running the ball when they running well instead of passing. Man, they were just not happy with the play calling and that whole offensive flow after a while. Like they are happy that he is out of there. I feel like nobody has ever been happy with Brian Schottenheimer as their offensive coordinator. Yet he keeps getting jobs. Man, he's been short for a minute too, wasn't he? He's been oh, around. He was a Rams for a couple years. Nepotism mm. <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> Um, and then Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders. Today they hired uh, their defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley. So, some couple Although things. Although they maybe, originally you know, tweeted out a picture of Ken Wisenhunt by accident. Who's an <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> that's funny. That's terrible, but that's funny. And there you have uh, <laughs> New England Patriots. What a fitting name! For, for, never mind. New England yep. Patriots head coach uh, Bill Belichick. He, you know, they were. He was told like, "Hey, man, come get this presidential medal of freedom." And he said, "Uh, actually, I'm not going to accept that right now. Uh, y'all can keep that, I but thank that. you. Yeah, like <laughs> thank you, but not not I mean, not." Did you now. see why he was going to get it? No, he because he pinned a letter to Trump. Saying he glad he's gonna make great America great again when he oh, won his really? election in 2016. Are you serious? That's it. That's why he was going to get the presidential medal of freedom. Man, get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> fuck both of dog. Honestly, I read that. I was like, bruh. So when it, it came out that he was turned it down. I was like, okay, you have some type of respect, hopefully. And his his response was because of what happened on Wednesday. He's honored, but no, because what happened on Wednesday, he just has more respect for the for the democracy and things Man, like listen. that. He can't accept it in that manner. Like, it's like Eric said, the mic just too hot. That's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> if what happened last week did not happen, that nigga would have been right up at the White House. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank in you. In tears, so- motherfucker. In raising <laughs> a <the> roof. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, that tripped me out when I seen Waddle. I was like, that's some shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Trump, uh, the PGA is going to actually strip major champion the major championship from uh, that Trump on, on course. So they were going to be playing the 2022 PGA championship at uh, mm-hmm. one of Trump's courses. And they pretty much said, you know... No, it'll probably be detrimental to our brand, and we don't want to, you know, just bring that heat on ourselves. We just, we just ain't gonna come. You too hot. You too hot. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, you too hot, bro. Mm -hmm. Gotta go, man. Trump, Trump Badminster is the the course. What a name! (laughs) What a name! (laughs) Badminster. Yeah, yeah. B e d m i n s t e r. Badminster. That's just a stupid great. name. Okay. Uh, and then the last, I believe, yep, last thing on the top of the list before we get into the blow to whistles. Uh, Jesus, UFC fighter Erwin Rivera. He has been accused yeah. of stabbing two of his sisters. 
Uh, and the Florida police reported that Riviera told him that a higher power told him to do so. One victim is in critical condition while the other is stable. So prayers out to those victims. That's Stabbing true. your sister? Like, man, come on, man. man. Wow. Tripping. Mm. You tripping, B. And speaking of tripping, we're going to get into story. the blow the whistle. We're going we gonna to get these, these takes off on some other folks that's been tripping. So let's go and get into that segment. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. I'll start coming out quick. Um, I'm blowing a whistle on the Green Bay Packers organization. Um, all season, they've, you know, abided by local and state guidelines about having large crowds. So they've had no fans in stadium the entire season. Um, they saw that playoff check coming. They like we need to get them ducats. So they're allowing up to six thousand fans for uh, the Packers playoff game this weekend. We're still in a pandemic, fam, and actually it's getting worse. So yeah. why are you allowing fans in the stadiums now when you weren't comfortable doing so earlier? Mm-hmm. Like, you, and being, granted, I don't live in Green Bay, but I live in close enough proximity where, like, this is, you know, dangerous to my, my personal health. Like, you congregating 6,000 people Plus, whoever else is in the stadium working it, like you got, you got to have ticket takers, you got to have security, you got to have concessions. Like, mm-hmm. there'll be more than six thousand people, I'm sure, in that stadium because you sell six thousand tickets. So, it's just like the competitive advantage that you think that you're gonna get, or the little bit of gate receipt. Like, it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, not even the least bit. Serious. Huh? So not in the least bit. Like, it's it's a money grab. It's a real money grab. And it's disappointing to see, as you mentioned, after they were so steadfast throughout the season about not having fans. They allowed like a couple hundred like first responders to kind of like, you know, thank them for their work, which I'm like, okay. But yeah, I see what I see what's going on here. I mean, if anything, like you kind of demonstrated that your team plays better. <laughs> you know, you went 13 and 3, you had a best team in the <laughs> Maybe keep that. That's quiet. Don't change the shit up now. Hey, they, they, I mean, they add in their own fans. It's not like they add in opposing people because the way that they're, they no. are doing it. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's not like Packer fans would be able to sell their tickets to fans of the Rams because the way that they're doing it is that it can only be the season ticket holders who were issued that ticket and they have to show ID along with their ticket for entry into the game. So they can't, like, resell tickets. So the fans that are going to be in the building are going to be pro Packers fans, but the fact that they're bringing fans in in the first place is, is the problem. They'll be all right. Like the team will play better probably having fans there, but that's you're putting the team before public safety. So, you know. Yeah. But like you said, if we was doing it all season, it'd be one thing. <laughs> but we've been fine all season. And now y'all want to start changing shit up. And then if we catch this L, you know what I'm blaming? It won't be. I'm blaming you motherfuckers. It will not be. Because y'all adding motherfuckers. Now y'all adding different noises, different scents and smells and shit into the stadium. Ain't nobody asked for all of that shit. Y'all changing all kinds of shit up. Home teams play better with their fans there, though. Like, we've been playing better without them. We haven't been playing necessarily (laughs) better. Like, our L's have. I mean, we look better than our last 13 and 3. 
wouldn't you say? We, but they went thirteen and three with fans last year. Like you can't, you can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you said we look better. We know the they team, look better. The, the Don't team they look better? is better. Yes, the team is exactly. better. But having without fans, the fans. Lord Jesus, your logic is almost as never mind. No, I'm I, saying don't I, change. I, that I was going to really now. insult you. I was going to insult nope. you bad, but no. I held that back. No, nope. I held that. that back. So I'm gonna just you let you go for that. You kind of undercut it by saying I was going to talk about you bad. Right, it was going. But I appreciate it. But go ahead, give me your blow the whistle, sir. My blow the whistle is on the Texans organization. The reason why one of the main things that kind of outside of them mistreating their star players like all their star players have something negative to say if you if it's andre johnson or it was mm-hmm. nuke or it was it's currently deshaun watson all of them have an issue with the texans organization and it seems like the texans organization and its organization hell-bent on felon the reason why i think it's the organization is not necessarily players or the coaches that they've been through is because they've been hell-bent on failing Every step of the way. How do you hire? There's word on the street. They hired an organization, paid them hundreds of thousands of dollars to do a search to find their next GM. And they ignored the recommendation for that search. Completely ignored. They spent all these hours, completely ignored the recommendation and went with your boy. Because your guy know. And in the process of doing that, you pissed off your star players and a couple other people in the organization. But your main face of the franchise, you pissed them off in the process. Now, before... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got traded. He was disgruntled. After he left, he had some harsh things to say. Well, he ain't really said nothing, but he he don't have anything positive to say. Anytime somebody get their shit off about Texas, he liking it or he's doubling down That's on fact. it. That's a fact. Andre Johnson was getting his shit off after he left. People are not happy. JJ been trying to soldier through that shit, but we all can tell he ain't happy. <laughs> he be trying to put on the facade, but we all can tell. I think... It's no longer you can blame the players or the coaches or anything of that matter. You have to blame the organization starting at the top. Is the Texans hell-bent on failing because everything they're doing is saying that they don't want to be successful at all, and they were the last uh, expansion team in the NFL. So it's like, are you forever going to be just that expansion team? Are you going to do some shit? And I'm blowing a whistle on them because y'all look like y'all just trying to fail. Like, I I don't get it. But y'all suck at what y'all doing right now. Y'all need to get your shit together. Hey. <laughs> there you have Take time, five time. Five, four, three, two, one. Take top five. So last week was NFL MVP ballots, you know, if, if folks had them. And this week, since we just had the college football championship game, we are going to be looking at our top five. Uh, college championship games now i do want to ask y'all do y'all have any games on y'all list that's actually older like than you like a game that you have not personally seen no i don't Mm, no eric no okay so i'm going to actually just kind of uh freestyle this a little bit and just say it's best college football games of what the last what 30 years 20 years i would just say since the bcs or Later, so BCS thing I think started in ninety eight, ninety seven, somewhere around there. Okay, yeah, because uh, I don't want somebody hitting us up and being like, "How dare you not have eighteen thirty nine? Well, I mean to be fair, like they didn't really have championship games per se, like because you know you could have like a Big Ten or a Pac Ten team end up in the Rose Bowl and then they don't play like the number two team or whatever. So 
Like you didn't really get number one versus number two annually until the BCS got implemented. So no, nah, but I mean they still had the championship game. So like you someone like when I was sitting there like doing the research and I was seeing games from like the seventies and the eighties and whatnot, I'm like I don't really feel like that's uh <laughs> like I, I I couldn't tell you if that was like I didn't see like I didn't see it I don't um, but every yeah every game on my list is 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 more recent so Tim what's yes, your ma'am. list okay <clears throat> we'll do number five I got Clemson at Alabama the Deshaun Watson game speaking of Deshaun uh number four I'm gonna go with. Alabama versus Georgia. Alabama. Uh, tw- what, January eighth, twenty eighteen. The twenty eighteen right. game. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me go back to my original. Number five, I got the twenty seventeen uh, Clemson versus Alabama game. Uh, number four, I got the twenty eighteen uh, Alabama versus Georgia game. Number three. I'm going off the hip too, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> it was your idea too. Right. It was my idea. I did. Yeah. I'm off the hip too. Uh number three. Go back. I'm struggling. I'm gonna go with the next uh Alabama. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh yeah, 2016 Alabama cleansing. Okay. Okay. Uh number three. Oh, number two. I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm. Here, man. <laughs> there was a... You know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I got to find my number two. I know my number one is USC versus Texas. I did watch yeah. that one, too. Um, but... Number two. I feel like that one might be a consensus. Uh, that's number definitely going to be a consensus. Like, that's, that's my number one. That's... Yeah, that's mine. That's the only one that really came to mind when you... Same, like that was the first game True. that came to mind when you said that. I was like, and I figured that would be the case because that was like the, the most amazing game of all time. Mm-hmm. But you have to come back to me on my number two. Be longer, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this nigga here, dog. We we done been in here almost two hours. You could have came up with anything, nigga. <laughs> um, I'm That's why I'm, you got to come back. I'll be honest, like I I don't have like the the recall for specific championship games. So I'm still in, I'm still in a bleacher report list that I found online. So uh, number five, I'm going to go with uh, 2003 uh, Miami, Ohio State. Um, I don't know. Either way, it was the year they had Maurice Claret. um, And like Miami had a stacked ass team, but Ohio State won. Uh, four, I'll go 2016 National Championship, Alabama defeating Clemson. Number three, I'll go with 2014, Florida State beating Auburn. That was a good game. Number two, <laughs> I will go with the 2003 Fiesta Bowl. Oh, shit, I said that one already. Um <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to make that number two. Number five, I'm going to go with yesterday's game just because that's the only one I can think of at the moment. Um, and number one is the 2006 Rose Bowl. 
which was Texas defeating USC. Again, well, probably the greatest college football game I've ever seen in my life. Period. Um, A stacked USC team, Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, Lindell White, I think Steve Smith, um, the other Steve Smith, um, against Texas with Vince Young. What, two overtime? Mm -hmm. Did it go overtime? Or went down a wire? Either way, like, it's a fucking GOAT game. Yeah, man. That was a great game. Uh, Let's see here. Number five. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Ohio State-Miami double overtime game. Good game. Uh, 2003. Number four. I am going to go with... Mm, the Alabama Clemson game in 2016. Mm. I realized while like thinking about this, like Deshaun Watson was so fun to watch in in college. Mm-hmm. Right? The man was the man was cold. Number three, I am going to go with Alabama Georgia, 2018. Number okay. two, I'm gonna go Clemson Alabama, 2017. And then number one, as mentioned, Texas, USC, 2006. All right. Um, So my number five, um, F5 Florida State uh, versus Auburn, um, 2014. Um, My number four, Crimson um, versus Alabama in 2017. what was that one for? Number three, um, Alabama and Crimson in 2016. Um, number two, um, Alabama and Georgia in 2018. That was a good game. And then number one, um, Texas versus um, USC, 2006. The GOAT game for show. Man, for show, for show. That was an amazing game. Is there? Like, I remember watching, like, I remember I never was, like, a big college football fan growing up in the least bit, but that was a game that I actually had on from the beginning because my uncle was so excited to see it. So I was just like, I'm okay, I'll watch it with you. And that game ended up being just ridiculous. Like, it was a ridiculous game. But that's the top five for the week, the show for the week. We hope y'all enjoyed. We hope y'all stay safe. Keep taking care of yourselves. Take care of your neighbors. Take care of your families. Uh, and just be well overall, man. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, and PSN at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. Uh, I have bus burner on Twitter. That's all you get? Yeah, I know, right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Say that to Wait, did you ever give your number two? Auburn versus Alabama. Okay, I just I, I thought about it. I, I was not, like, wait a second. Auburn, Alabama. All right. Okay. That was I a just had to... Yes, it was. 
Um, the future Chicago Bears quarterback. But yeah, that's the show this week. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.